You're listening to the Geek Universe Fandom Podcast. I am your host, Calvin Jones. Now, let's get it. Shut up and sit down. Checking everybody on the Twitch. What's up? What's up? And give me a second. I'm doing uh, multiple things here. All right, here we go. I'm going live. I'm here on Twitch and also on the TikTokka. All right, I'm gonna give everybody a minute to come on in here, saying what's up to everybody. And, uh, yeah, man, DC fandom, I don't know, DC's fandom was garbage to me. I'm just keeping it real. It's like there was only a few things worth watching. I mean, if you watch the title, all right, you'll notice it, that it's just, it is what it is, man. It's like I literally watched DC fandom. Oh, and just, I might as well point this out. I'm on this camera, so I might not be looking directly at y'all at TikTok, all right, because I'm on the Twitch, too, so I got two cameras, so. I'm just letting y'all know ahead of time. But, yo, I mean, seriously, though, it's like if you watch 2020's DC fandom, right, and you look at this one, it's almost like they literally just put this thing together in, like, a week. And it's like they didn't care. And it's like, come on now. Y'all got to do better than this because this thing was terrible. There was only a few things that really mattered, to be honest. There was only a few things on there that mattered. And, um, hell, I'm, I'm going to show you all this here. I got my little notepad because, you know, I'm old and so my memory is bad. But, I mean, to be honest, it was only the stuff that's coming up next year, right? The movies. That was the only thing worth watching. I mean, you had Aquaman 2, okay? You had the, uh, the Batman. And I'm going to tell you right now, if they had put the Batman at the beginning, ain't no way in hell anybody would have watched this thing. They would have tuned out because that's how boring this thing was. They started showing stuff, and I, I no, no offense to any of the other stuff that's on there, to be fair, okay? But honestly, nobody really showed up at DC Phantom because, I mean, they had this thing where it's like, they got, I think The Rock, he's the voice of crypto. They got some weird, silly children's cartoon for DC, uh, the, the, the animal pets of superheroes. So there's a bat pet. And then there's a uh, crypto, okay? And it's like, who cares? And then they had right afterwards, after Aquaman, right? The featurette with Aquaman. They had this little thing where they got this HBO Max cartoon. The artwork is crap. Um, it looks goofy as hell. Nobody's going to care about that either. It's like a waste of time. That it's serious. Nobody cares about this. So you had all this stuff in there that nobody cares about. So it was basically the only thing. There was only a few things, like I said. You got the Aquaman, you got the uh, the Batman, and if they put the Batman in there, yeah, it would that would have been it. Everybody would have tuned out. Then of course you had um, Black Adam, which you know, honestly, at this point, you know, I just got you know, I've had good plastic surgery because they put this movie out. You know, this movie's been in development hell for a minute, and so I think they were talking about doing this movie back in 1983. And so I just look good for my age because I'm like 89. Hopefully they'll do the movie before I die. But oh, hey, 
it's coming out. It's actually coming out next year. So maybe I'll still be alive, right? But, but the thing is, it's like, um, they're just, yeah. And the Flash, to be honest, and, and let me keep you in mind here. Yeah, yeah, okay. And of course, you have the, uh, um, the Fury of the Gods, the Shazam movie. You know, so basically the only stuff that matters to tr be truthful and honest. So this damn thing was three hours long, right? It's three hours long, but they literally could have condensed it to let's put out the stuff that matters because all the other stuff was crap. I mean, just it, it was crap, to be honest. But um, let me just start about this. And I'm, I'm going to talk about this. Uh, I guess the thing that, you know, I, I'll go ahead and get started with. Uh, let me see here. I got my little list here. Uh... Let's just say Aquaman 2. I will say this. Aquaman 2, it looks like it's going to be one of those epic movies. Now, so the thing is, now the first one was great. And this is like they 10 x this one. I mean, it looks really good. So they 10 x it. They got a lot of stuff. You know, it looks like they're going to probably use a lot of special effects. The only thing I fear is that post, um, you know, because we're still in this pandemic thing, right? So I'm just hoping that they didn't spend a crazy, crazy amount of money because there's no guarantee that a bunch of people, I mean, honestly, we'll see. By next year, I, honestly, if the movie's good, I mean, because we've got a couple of the Marvel movies that have come out where they went straight to the, uh, to, to the theaters and didn't do that, you know, release to the, uh, release online at Disney Plus, and those movies actually did pretty well. Same thing with Sony's Venom. So the thing is, truth be told, I'm not really worried about that to be honest I, I i think we're good but aquaman looks pretty good um jason momoa seems very enthusiastic but honestly you can't really take that for because the thing is these dudes are actors so i'm not gonna like you know jason momoa is cool and i like him as an actor and everything but ain't no guarantee that what he was saying because you know they gotta they, they gotta act right they gotta get you to go see the movie but from what i saw it did look good though so i'm not really worried about aquaman 2 so that looked good. And um, then there was the uh, the Black Adams. I'm going to say this. The Black Adams stuff, I'm going to be completely honest, man. Another thing that kind of pissed me off about this thing was I didn't under, I, I really didn't understand why. See, like I said, last year in DC fandom, you got a bunch of panels. Some of these panels were at least 10 minutes long, right? But the thing is, you at least got the panels. What we got in this was just three to five minute little featurettes maybe you got like a little trailer but that's it you didn't really get nothing and i'm like so you couldn't get these actors to do some kind of like pre-recorded something or other you know at least 10 minutes to talk about it you know um but i say this though um they had the rock in there and the rock's always cool and whatever where he does he shows up he does stuff so the rock was cool he did this little thing where he's you know, hey, I'm The Rock, you know, and I'm cool, and I got this, I'm Black Adam, and, you know, so, look, I, I'll say this, the, the Rock is always, you know, Dwayne Johnson is always cool, whatever he does, but I'm gonna say this, the wait is over, and from what I saw, I will say this, the only thing I will say, because the, the featurette that they showed, it was very short, but it was beast mode, and I'm like, yo, man, um, I think this movie's gonna be awesome, because if you saw that featurette, if you have not seen DC, if DC fandom is still up, all right, for those who haven't seen it, it came out on Saturday, so if you haven't seen it, you should go check out, honestly, uh, you can go to the YouTube channel, because a bunch of them streamed it, but go directly to the WB page, and they have a table of contents, so you can literally skip to the stuff that matters, all right, 
And I would say if you want to, you can skip past the rock speech, um, all the other little featurette stuff, and go right to the little uh, trailer thing they set up, a little teaser trailer. The teaser trailer was on point. I liked it. Problem is, okay, you have all these different characters in the movie, right? You got the Justice Society of America. You got Hawkman. You got Dr. Fate, right? And so basically you had Pierce Brosnan and uh, Algis Hodges. I think it's how you say his brother's name. Algis Hodges, I guess is how you say his name. But the thing is, he's playing Hawkman. And they literally, all the, everyone, all the actors, they're just basically were big upping um, the Black Adam character in the movie. But it's like, so we're not going to show any kind of, you know, fight choreography or any kind of, you know, stuff without special effects or anything cool where you see maybe Black Adam hovering or, you know, flying or, you know, nothing. They didn't give us none of that. And it's like, it was a big disappointment, man. I, I just, there's no other way to put it. It's like, I don't know what they were thinking because the idea of DC fandom should be, you got to get people excited for this stuff. And besides the featurettes, I mean, what's there really to talk about? Not much. But, you know, I, I would say that one was good, okay? But I'm going to tell you what, probably the biggest disappointment to me um, was The Flash. And I'm going to say, to me, yo, I think The Flash, to me, is probably one of the most anticipated movies coming up for next year. Because they're loosely basing this on Flashpoint, right? And so there's all these rumors. We, we, these aren't rumors. We, this is confirmed. We definitely know that Michael Keaton is going to be there. We know Ben Affleck is going to be there, right? But here's the problem. There was an entire panel. And I only found out about this. You know, There's a YouTube channel. A guy named, uh, his YouTube channel is uh, uh, Ping Pong Flicks. All right, y'all should go check him out because he has pretty good content. But the thing is, he is how I found out about this. They had an entire panel that wasn't even shown to the American audience. It was apparently in China. It's like, what the hell is this? You ain't even going to give us the panel? Because what they did was that panel actually was pretty cool. And he actually showed clips of it. And the thing is, that panel was so cool. I'm, you know, they had uh, the director, but also his wife is the uh, uh, executive producer. And she basically said it was cool to see Batman and... You know, the, basically, see both like Michael Keaton and Bat, you know, Batfleck, right? Ben Affleck is back. It was cool to see them in costumes. So, but here's the thing: you had this thing where, because instead of showing that panel, what we got was this weird thing where Ezra Miller is being Ezra Miller. Because I mean, I like him, but he seems just, I don't know, he just comes across as just weird and goofy sometimes. So he's got this weird, goofy-looking outfit, and he's just basically rambling and talking. It's like he's being cryptic because. They don't want to give away too much, but man, you got to give us something. And even the featurette, the stuff that we saw in the featurette wasn't bad. I mean, it was okay. But the thing is, it's like, um, all right, you give us this featurette. You got Keaton. Keaton was there, so that was kind of cool, right? You showed Keaton in there. But um, the thing is, they didn't really give us anything. They got Supergirl. She's standing right next to, there's two Barry Allen's. You have the main one, which is the one that was talking, and then he was like, oh, hey, uh, are you in? See, we don't even know who that is that he's talking to. It could be uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, okay? Most likely it's Michael Keaton, though. But here's the thing. You see somebody in a bat suit, you just see a silhouette in the back. You don't actually see Keaton. We know he's going to be in the suit. 
is confirmed by the executive producer. But they don't give us nothing. You don't even have to see show them, you know, fighting and doing any action or anything. But what if they did something cool where they show, you know, they're going to be interactive, possibly, right? So what if there was a scene where both Batmans just kind of looked at each other with shock because it's like, wow, there's a multiverse, right? That would be some shocking crap. So what if they showed something like that? That would have been kind of cool, but they didn't. Then, of course, you see the silhouette where Barry Allen is sitting there and, you know, he's a huge Batman fan. He loved um, Ben Affleck's Batman. And so they were in the Batcave, and you see what's obviously the 1989 Batmobile. I mean, it, the shape and everything. And so they did this weird thing where basically what happened was he gets ready to pull the cloak off of the car, and then it turns black, and then you just hear him going, oh! but it's like, why the hell can't you just show us the damn car? We know what it is. It's obvious what it is, so why couldn't you just show us a daggone thing? It was just stuff that, like, like that that they were doing that was just like, y'all just don't. They don't understand. I don't know what the hell was going on. Like, the, the marketing department sucks because it's like they, they don't understand the concept of you ain't got to give us everything, but you have to get people excited. And what's going to get more people more excited than seeing Ben Affleck? Because that's one of the biggest things about the Snyder Cut, right? And the idea of, you know, everyone was saying that this is it, that Ben Affleck was done. He wasn't coming back. Then they brought him back for the Snyder Cut. Then there was this big hoop, the hoop, the uh, you know, hoopla, right, and happiness because he's actually coming back for the Flash. Then there's all these rumors coming out that there's a possibility that maybe they're gonna do a Ben Affleck because you know they're doing a lot of projects on HBO Max, and with this merger, with uh, there's this merger going on with um, Discovery. There's a possibility that there's a bunch of rumors going on that maybe Ben Affleck's gonna still be the DCEU Batman moving forward. And they might put his Batman project as a series on HBO Max, which, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool. You could do actually more. You could do just like they did with the Snyder Cut, which was funny because originally they were talking about the Snyder Cut, how it was going to be in parts, like part one, two, three, and four. You know how they did it in the movie? But instead of it doing all in once in four hours, they were going to break it up. But they decided to just put it all together. If they did something like that for his version of Batman, I think that'd be something a lot of people be worth, you know, a lot of people would watch that, man. I would watch that. And truth be told, um, moving forward, if Ben Affleck is Batman for a few other movies, like if they do, like, because there's this big rumor that, you know, the Snyder Cut, let me tell you something. Dude, the Snyder Cut was so successful. They had the little, uh, the physical media box sets that they ran out of, Okay. So the Snyder Cut is hugely popular. There's just no denying that. So the thing is, the big rumors, and it's all rumors, is that maybe, just maybe, okay, they're going to be working on Justice League Part 1 and 2. And that's why this Flash movie is so exciting, you know? And I wish they gave us a little bit more because you also had Supergirl there, right? But you didn't show anything of her, like, floating or flying or doing Kryptonian cool badass stuff, right? But, um... We're going to see what happens, man, because the Flash is exciting because of the fact that the rumor is if we know they're doing this loosely based, you know, uh, Flashpoint story, there's a possibility that they're going to incorporate because of the popularity of the just, you know, Snyder's Justice League. There's a possibility that they're going to incorporate some of those ideas and put it into this, you know, into the new DCEU moving forward. And so, I don't know, man. I, I, the feature that was cool and everything, but I don't know why in the hell they didn't include that 
They had the Chinese audience see it, but they didn't have the American audience see it. I don't know why they did that. That was stupid, but whatever. <sighs> it is what it is. And then, um, as far as that, I mean, they had this, um, I mean, there was a couple other things in there too that you had the, uh, it's, they, they had this thing where you had, uh, they talked about Batgirl a little bit, which it was honestly boring. Um, but they got more, you know, they literally have this project that's going to HBO Max, which I'm not going to say it's going to suck or anything, but that got more time than the Flash panel, which is a movie that's literally coming out within probably, what, five? No, no, not five months. It's coming out, I think, in November. But Batgirl is not as anticipated as the Flash. There's just no denying that, okay? And then there's the, uh, let me look at this thing here. What else is there? That, that's pretty much all that I think. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? Okay, I say the best for last. Of course, the Batman. Dude, let me tell you like this, man. I'm going to give you my interpretation of what I saw with the Batman. I'm thinking, and a lot of people are saying this. I don't know if it's true or not, but I tell you what. That first trailer back in the day was pretty good. This one knocked it out of the park. And it looks like what we're doing is we're getting a Batman that is still kind of, he, he's in that, he's in that rage mode, right? Because the thing is, he's still kind of determined. Because here's the thing about Batman that's pretty cool, right? If you know anything about the Batman character, you know that Bruce Wayne is the mask. Batman is the actual person. So he's pretending to be Bruce Wayne, you know, the playboy, you know, philanthropist, rich guy. But he's actually Batman. So the thing is, what we've seen in this movie is he's still kind of discovered because this is like, I think, year two, right? So I guess they might be doing some of the ideas from maybe loosely based on, um, I think, the uh, there's a comic book, the, uh, the Long Halloween. There might be loosely some kind of influences in this because this is his second year as Batman. We know that much from uh, what uh, Matt Reeves has said in the past. And so from what I saw, the action sequences, when they started off, right, you see um the Riddler but then the way it came in well, the way he was talking they had that, that that music they had this uh grunge music they had the the bat signal and he starts off and he's like you know fear is a tool right and the thing is what I see about this is and this is why some people are saying that this could be the best version of Batman because of the fact that they're utilizing the fact that Batman should be scary as hell Right. And so the thing is, he says that fear is a tool. Right. And the idea is when you see that light, it's a warning. <laughs> it's a warning that there's some scary, a scary dude out there in the shadows and he might come and put them hands on you. The fight sequences look brutal. You know, what? the fight sequences to me, it kind of reminded me of before he gained like, you know, 150 pounds. Right. <laughs> you remember some of those early some of you older folks like, you know, guys like me, I'm. I'm 40, right? So the 40-year-old old man in the Marine Corps, Marine Corps veteran, right? So guys like me, y'all remember some of them older Steven Seagal movies before he became, you know, too damn big to move, right? Remember how brutal some of those fights were? Breaking arms and limbs. I remember he would take dude's arms and you literally would see him bend it, right? It's a fake arm, but it was just so brutal to see. And so the thing is, that's what these fight scenes look like. I mean, he's taking these dudes, he's been he grabbed the dude, and it's like he I guess he has some kind of electrical device in his hand, so he was electrocuting the dude. 
And there's also a rage component to him in this movie. And the way I interpret it is basically he's a guy who's been training to be Batman for years. And now he has this opportunity to vent that rage on villains. But the issue is it's almost over the top to where he's still not controlling it yet. He's still in the early phases of figuring out how he's going to do this Batman. And he's probably going to figure out, you know what? I can't just lose control like this because there was a scene that was pretty cool where Catwoman was looking at him and he was just basically beating the brakes out of this dude so much though. And it was cool because she had this look on her eyes like, Oh my God, this is, he's about to kill this guy. So I don't think we're going to see a, a Matt Reeves version of like, you know, murder Batman. Like we're not going to see a Ben Affleck uh, version of, you know, uh, Matt Reeves Batman. Because, you know, the thing is, uh, I think we'll see him get close, and that would be interesting because um, you see how he's got that rage thing going because uh, look at what he did when he was, um, um, and you remember the other trailer, the first one, how the police, it looks like he was getting angry with the police, and so he was fighting them, and then Commissioner Gordon had grabbed him and was just basically trying to calm him down. So he's basically this out-of-control, almost lunatic. You see where he's chasing the penguin, he's driving, he's screaming and everything, and then the tone of everything, they got the, the darkness, the shadow, basically of a classic noir, dark, um, um, a crime thriller. So there's going to be a lot of detective work I'm feeling from this. And something else that I think might be pretty cool is just the fact that, um, to me, that ending sequence where Penguin thinks he kills Batman, right? And then all of a sudden, the Batmobile pops through the fire knocks his car over, flips, and then you see him slowly walking, and there's a silhouette of the bat, and then and all of a sudden it, sh it comes in, the Batman. That was tight. I mean, I got I get goosebumps just thinking about it. I've seen this trailer, like, probably... How many times have I seen this damn trailer? I, I've probably seen this trailer, like, at least 10 times at this point. I, I, I watched this damn thing over and over and over just to see if there's anything, any kind of gooses, bumps, or anything cool that I might have missed. I'm thinking, I, I got a special feeling about this movie. All this stuff that people were saying because, you know, he didn't look the part because they're saying he didn't work out. And that's the truth. He admitted it. He said that when, when the pandemic hit, he literally was just staying at home just eating hot dogs. That's Robert Pattinson. So he wasn't doing a lot of the Batman. He, he wasn't working out a lot. But we're going to see... From what I've seen, hey, they, they worked around that because, I mean, he looked good, man. The suit, some people said the suit looks corny or whatever, but I personally think it looks okay for what it is. Because think about this. You can't get used to a suit because the suits always change in most of these Batman movies. You know, it's just subtle changes. But even in the first uh, Michael Keaton Batman, you notice in Batman Returns, it looked a little bit different. Same thing with... Um, uh, what's another good example? Uh, well, and truth be told, in the Dark Knight trilogy, I take that back. You know what? In Nolan's Batman, I think I don't think the suit really changed all that much, to be honest. I, I can't remember if it changed that much. So, I, me personally, I don't know. I, Affleck's Batman suit looked okay. But, um, I don't know. It, 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 it looks good for what it is. So, I'm not really tripping on the suit. Some people had an issue with that, but I, I don't really care too much it looked okay for what it was and so um i will say this though and i guess i'm just a misogynist you know toxic male scumbag because man 
it's going to be really hard for me to take Zoe Kravitz seriously in this movie as Catwoman. And I'm sorry because this chick in real life, she's like five foot two, maybe three. Now, I'm 200 currently. I'm, I'm working on getting in shape, right? I'm working out regularly. But I'm currently 256 pounds. I can't imagine little ass 120 something pounds Zoe Kravitz whooping anybody's ass that's bigger than her. That's just me. So I'm just saying, man. So, that, I mean, other than that small little thing, um, Colin Farrell looked great. And um, to me, hell, this was the best thing about the uh, DC fandom. Other than that, everything else was just wasted damn time. It was, it was garbage, man. I mean, they're showing you all this other stuff that, I mean, honestly, the Flash, CW Flash sucks at this point. They're getting ready to go into season eight. And does anyone really care about the Flash like that anymore? I think the smart thing to do would have just been to end it with last year. And I don't even know. I, I didn't even watch it last year. I, I don't think I've watched it since season five or six. To me, it's kind of gotten. The last season I watched was the one where I guess the daughter came from the future to the past. And she was working with uh, Eobard Throne. Okay. So that's the last season I watched. And. I mean, that was okay, but I didn't really even finish completing that because it kind of got boring after a while. So that's where I'm at. I mean, it's just, to me, The Flash is just, it's one of those things where it's like, just this this eighth season needs to be the last one because they're running out of ideas and they're doing like the same stuff over. I got a fly in my damn room right now. How the hell did that damn thing get in there? I hope it don't fly across my face while I'm trying to do this broadcast. So I'm going to find his ass and kill him later. But right now he's got a pass because I'm trying to do this this, this uh, recording. So he's got a pass, you know. I'm going to let him make it. But you know what? I I'm going to tell you something else too. There was some other cool stuff. with uh, the, the, Some other pluses for DC fandom. Um, we got some pretty awesome P PS4. Well, you know, PS4 slash PS5 games coming. Um, the Suicide Squad game, um, I saw, you know, they didn't give you no gameplay last time. They kind of just gave you, you know, images and videos and stuff like that. I think this game could be pretty special, man, because it looks good. You know, the graphics are the quality. But um, you got to suspend disbelief because it's like, okay, the Justice League versus the Suicide Squad. It's like. Superman by himself could easily just mow through. And I don't, don't even, you know, some of y'all are going to say this. Don't even give me this crap about King Shark. Dude, King Shark is nothing. Please don't give me that. King Shark does not stand a chance against Superman. All right? So their best asset is nothing to Superman. So it's just hilarious to me because it's like, how they're going to make this game, because the thing is, and think about the Injustice games, right? The Injustice games worked because they gave you a reason for why people that didn't have superpowers were able to fight Superman and Ash and some of these other villains. Because they had that um, nanotechnology that was Kryptonian-based that Superman created to give his criminal thugs the ability to not die and be, you know, uh, strong when they're basically conquering the rest of the world, right? So what are they going to do in this game? Because, um, I mean, like I said, it's the Suicide Squad versus the Justice League. You got 
Martian Manhunter. I don't know if he's in his game, but yeah, Martian Manhunter, Superman. I mean, uh, it looks like um, the Green Lantern they have in this one might be um, uh, John Stewart. And then you have um, help the Flash. I, if I didn't mention him, I think that you had the Flash himself. And so we're gonna see what happens, man. The tone of it looks kind of fun, uh, and I'm gonna play it regardless. But uh, yeah, I mean, it looks good. And then of course you have the uh, the Gotham Knights uh, game. They're going against the Court of Owls. That's a pretty good thing. Uh, the fight scenes, uh, uh, the gameplay alone. I mean, they showed us that uh, um, a year ago. And so, oh um, uh, yeah, that uh, that looks, man, that. This game looks epic, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. To me, you know, j just like, you know, it's all the games, it's going to probably be somewhat like the uh, Arkham series. And, uh, and that's another thing, too, is I wonder, because I'll be honest, I watched some of the gameplay or whatever, but I got to go back and watch it because uh, I just kind of watched the gameplay stuff. I didn't really watch a lot of the commentary. But I'm wondering if this takes place in that universe or is this completely separate? Because, um... I, don't, I wonder if Batman really is dead or if he's like, you know, they think he's dead, but he's not. It, it'd be interesting if they actually went there and actually did kill Batman. That would be very, very interesting. But then what if he isn't and somehow he comes back and you're able to play as Batman at the end or something? That could be kind of cool. It, that, that could have, you know, potential. But um, I like the game. I think it was pretty cool. I mean, the gameplay looks good, and so I'm looking forward to it. So we got some good games for DC coming out. And what's funny about this is um, this Rocksteady, I think, is the company that they did the Arkham series games. And then I think it is the um, the Arkham's or the, the Gotham City or the Gotham Knights. I think they uh, that's the uh, company that did. Um, um, what was that game back in the day? The, there was that one Batman game. uh Batman Arkham Origins. I actually like that. Some people didn't like that one, but I thought that game was actually pretty good. But that was a different studio that did that one. And so, uh, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I mean, the games look like... We're going to have some gaming... Jesus, tell you the truth. Gaming in general is going to be crazy next year. I mean, this is a little bit off topic for DC fandom, but, um, you know, um, if y'all haven't seen any trailers and some of the gameplay for... Uh, the uh, uh, God of War Ragnarok, man. Oh, Jesus, that game. Yo. And, and the only reason we didn't get that game this year, let me go ahead and wipe a little sweat. It's a little hot in here. It might be these uh, lights I got up in here. I'm trying to make it somewhat bright. But um, apparently Christopher Judge, uh, you know, he's an older guy. He's pushing into his mid-50s. So he apparently he got injured. Uh, he hurt his back and I think one of his knees. So that's why this game didn't come out. I think it was supposed to come out this year. And so they had to delay it while he was uh, healing up. <sighs> Yo, man, um, they did the right thing because Christopher Judge, um, yeah, he's the, the voice acting is on point. You know, when they first did this and changed it up, I was a little bit pissed off because... To me, I really, really liked the uh, T.K. Carter, the guy that played the voice of Kratos in, uh, in the other God of War games. But what they did with this is, uh, I guess because of the fact that he injured his back and his knee, that means that they're not just, you know, doing the uh, 
you know, the uh, mask and also just the uh, suits, um, they're actually acting accurate. So that means he act, might actually be doing some physical stuff with the uh, Leviathan axe or, you know, a mockery, you know, a, a, a mock-up. Uh, because, you know, they wear those suits where they're basically, what do they call it? Motion capture suits. So he might have got injured on the set doing some motion capture stuff. So, uh, look, man, that's a lot of dedication. Because keep in mind, he, he he's a... He still looks like he's in shape for his age, but hey, man, you know, he, if they said, hey, we want you to do another one of these uh, Stargate SG-1 movies, he would probably be like, hey, all right, cool, but hey, you better get me a good stunt double because I ain't doing all that stuff like back in the day. You know, Tilk used to get down and do a lot of action sequences, but he's an older dude now, so hey, you're going to have to monitor that a little bit, you know? So, um... I'm trying to think, is there anything else with DC fandom that's worth talking about? That That's pretty much it, man. You know, honestly, um, not really all that much to talk about than that is that because the rest of it was just kind of a waste of time, man. Really, really tragic. They they missed the ball, man. They missed the ball. You know, they, they to me, this damn thing was a slam dunk and they just, they, they, they butchered it, man. But then there's this news. Oh, you know what? No, yeah, there's a little bit more news, you know. Now, this is kind of old news because I heard about this before, but they did kind of go into a little bit of detail. I don't like this at all because of the fact that they got Bruce Tim in there. And it looks like some of the original people that did the original Batman, the eventual, you know, the, the, the Batman the animated series in the 90s. Okay, that's a great show. But it looks like they're going to screw it up because they're getting ready to. The executive producer is J.J. Abrams. Okay, this is the dude that literally ruined two franchises that started with Star. The first one is Star Wars. No, no, actually, no, no, it's Star Trek. And then he messed up Star Wars years later. Anything this dude touches turns to crap, in my opinion. Because Star Trek, pretty much Star Trek on the small screen right now, it's all influenced by the stuff he did in the movies. I never saw anything about any of those movies that reminded me of anything Star Trek. The last one they did, Star Trek Beyond, that's where it kind of looked like, you know, basically Chris Pine actually came across as Kirk-like. All the other movies he came across as like just some adventurer teenager guy that's in star charge of a starship. I'm like, okay, so that ain't Captain Kirk. Even in the first one, it's like he's a cadet and he gets command of the... USS Enterprise? Does that make any sense? But hey, hey, throw out logic. Throw out logic. You know, just just go with it. Roll with it, right? Made no sense whatsoever. But then there's, okay, Star Wars. And uh, I will give him a little bit of credit here, okay? I will give him a little bit of credit with Star Wars because the reason why... Um, Last Jedi all over the place. Apparently, and you can go look this up. There was a whole different story treatment that they had out there. Because think about all the stuff that didn't make sense in The Force Awakens. She didn't know, and we're talking about Ray. Ray didn't know anything about how to actually fly the Millennium Falcon. And you remember how she and Finn actually met after they had that uh, that battle ship battle, and she was like, "Oh, I don't know how I flew it." It's because she was influenced through the Force. This is how she beat Kylo Ren. It still didn't make no sense. I don't care what anyone says. Rey was ridiculously overpowered. She was basically like, you know, 
she, she was a Mary Sue character. There was nothing this girl could do wrong. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, hell, she it wasn't a lightsaber battle, but keep in mind, she beat Luke Skywalker, a Jedi master, okay? They had the little thing where they were angry. She was angry. He was angry, and they, she, they were going back and forth. She had her staff, and he had something, and then she ended up beating him. After that, I'm going to tell you something. The Last Jedi, I almost walked out of that movie because it was just too ridiculous for me, man. I was like, this is this is what we're going to do with Star Wars, right? Okay. Let's just completely disrespect all the characters. But keep in mind, I will give, like I say, giving J.J. Abrams credit, what he did was, in The Last Jedi, his idea was that Rey was influenced Luke influenced her through the Force, and that's why she was able to do all the stuff that didn't make any sense in The Force Awakens. They completely threw that out, made her a Mary Sue, and then we get The Last Jedi, which was garbage. And then you have the, um, the last one, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, that's why that was a convoluted mess, because of the fact that it was they had to fix some of the problems that Ryan Johnson had done in that movie. So... Yeah, but so, it, you know, knowing that J.J. Abrams is a part of this does worry me because to me, anytime he touches a major franchise, it pretty much, he tries to do his creative touch on it, but it's like, dude, don't be creative. Do what works. Do what is supposed to be Star Wars. And my big fear is they're going to do all this, um, a lot of woke crap because the thing is, he says something about we're going to make this an updated version of Batman and it's going to be exclusive. And what the hell does that even mean? I, seriously, what does that mean? I mean, I don't want to see some weird woke version of Batman. What, what the hell does that even mean? I don't need to see a lot of social justice warrior, you know, mess. I, I, don't, I don't need to see that. I just want to see Batman kicking ass, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, um, hell. The Batwoman that, you know, matters, you know, um, uh, what's her name? Um, Kate Kane, I guess is her name. The, 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 the comic book version of the character Batwoman is actually pretty cool. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay. Yeah. They actually talked about Batwoman in the panel. <laughs> they, they talked about it a little bit. I, you know what? Whatever, man. They, Batwoman is another one of these shows. It's like they need to end this. They're literally just trying to show save face and they're willing to burn through money to put out something that nobody cares about. Batwoman is god awful. I, the first season, I'm not even going to blame Ru Ruby Rose because it looks like she was just doing her job as an actress. She had a non-disclosure uh, agreement and so she couldn't really go in on that, but she got injured a lot and apparently there was other people that got injured. And there was an article that she uh, uh, she, she actually, um, um, I'm going to have to go look this up, man, because apparently, you know, because I read it in an article, but she kind of went in on some of the stuff that went down on that show. And so it looks like they killed the character off, and then this this the black chick and that's currently Batwoman, she literally just finds the suit, and she knows a little bit of karate and a little bit of martial arts, and so that's enough to, for her to be, you know, Batwoman. So Batwoman Kate Kane in the comic books is a military veteran, combat trained, and so her character was actually pretty cool in the comics, all right? And what's funny about it is it has nothing to do with her sexuality or whatever. I mean, you know that she's a lesbian, but it's like no one cares, right? So who cares? It's not a big deal. But 
what happens is they're going out of their way in these, uh, you know, and that's what I'm afraid of is that they're going to do this with this um, Batman, Bruce Tim. Uh, if J.J. Abrams is involved, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope it's going to be good, but damn. We'll see what happens, man, because J.J. Abrams, like I said, he likes to be creative and do some silly shit that shouldn't even be in it. And that's what I fear it might happen. We'll see. We'll see. <sighs> that, that's pretty much it, man. I just want to do this short little uh, live stream. I, I can't think of anything else. Um, you know what? No, no, no. I think I might talk about, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with Indiana Jones. And uh, I'm going to talk about it on TikTok real quick. And then if y'all want to, y'all could, because I'm actually streaming on Twitch, too. So if y'all want to go to Twitch afterwards, because I'm going to talk about this, because I'm, I'm not going to be able to sh share my screen um, with you guys on TikTok. But um, let me just talk about it like this. There's a YouTube channel and a YouTuber you should follow, because he's been covering this a lot. Man, this Indiana Jones 5 project, man, it's been plagued with all kinds of issues. And there's a whole bunch of rumors going on. Because, I mean, think about this, right? They literally just killed off James Bond. It was the most crazy thing I've ever seen because they've never killed James Bond on the big screen. But they went there. And people think, you know, it's obvious it's a coincidence. It ain't no coincidence that they literally, the movie only made $56 million at the box office that first weekend because once word spread, people didn't want to go see it. I'm going to tell you like this. When I saw that, I mean, I liked the movie. But then when I saw that, it's like it kind of completely took me out of the movie. Because I'm like, you killed the hero. And it's like, okay, whatever. And so they did that with James Bond. And keep in mind, there's a pattern I'm going with to this. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Okay, this is the actress. She's in this show called Fleabag on Amazon, right? Okay, so she apparently did a little bit of the writing to change up this thing because apparently James Bond is too toxic and he's too masculine and he's too toxic masculine narrative. You know, all, all this stuff. He's too over the top. He's the patriarchy, all this crazy feminist over the top crap, right? So they had to end that and they had to change and update James Bond for the 21st century. Here's the problem with that. The problem with that is James Bond is a character that, um, what is this here? Got somebody trying to host invites you to, um, oh, okay, somebody wanted to get on. Hey, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm not really trying to, I'm just trying to rip a little bit. I ain't really trying to do a lot of that streaming simultaneous thing. Maybe some other time, but I, I'm not really trying. I'm just trying to talk for a little bit, but, you know, because I, I hate to, if I push that button, all of a sudden I got some two-year-old or eight-year-old or 12-year-old i'm like how weird was that gonna be because this is tiktok i'm a little bit older now, i know there's people my age on here but i ain't trying to have no conversation with no 12-year-olds now come on now how would that look now nah, but getting back to the subject though um so what you got going on is that um basically um the same actress that was in that, that rewrote James Bond for the 21st century. You know, he was uh, basically all the stuff that made James Bond cool. I mean, let's just keep it 100. They're trying to change stuff to bring in a female audience. But for the most part, these are actually, most of the time, action movies are guys, guy oriented. Okay. I mean, think about this. You go with your girl and for the most part, 
you go to see action movies, and then I guess she gets to pick some lovey-dovey, you know, whatever movie that's a romantic comedy that you just get dragged into, right? But let's keep it real. 90% of the audience for these action movies is men. And James Bond is like basically, uh, he, he's basically a, a um, you know, he's a, a um, not a role model, but he's just basically a, um, you know, he's a fantasy, right? A guys want to be him. You know, the idea of basically guns, chicks, beer, and babes, right? Or I just say chicks and babes, right? But that's the idea of the movies, right? You got this guy, he's doing his thing, and it's like, okay. Wait a minute, this is a funny one. Chuck Norris is way better than James Bond? I don't know about that. <laughs> Dude, I actually met Chuck Norris. Man, y'all, let me tell y'all something. I was in the Marine Corps um, in 2006. I was in a deployment. Um, there's this thing where Chuck Norris's name was going around so much so that they had him come out to Iraq and meet us. And dude, I'm 5'10". Chuck Norris is shorter than I am. And they, I guess they make him look bigger on screen because I'm like, I look at Chuck Norris, I'm like, this is the man, the myth and the legend. And I'm like, this dude is five foot eight, maybe five foot seven. He's a short dude. But, you know, I mean, hell, he probably could still put them hands on you, though. I wouldn't want to mess with Chuck. You know, I had to, I don't know. Who knows? He probably could still do them damn high-flying kicks for all week. No, well, you know what? No, 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 he can't. Because, you know, if you if y'all watch that Walker, Texas Rangers show back in the day, uh, some of those high-flying kicks he would do where he would spin around and do stuff, that was a stunt double. I've seen it to where they had a guy that put on a fake Chuck Norris beard, and that guy was the one that was doing some of that cool stunts and cool kicks and stuff that you've seen Chuck Norris doing in that show. But, um, yeah, man, um, the same, like I said, though, so the chick, that was in that show that did that rewriting, okay? So she literally went on to this Indiana Jones 5, and she's not only starring a little bit, but here's the rumor, though. And like I said, Overlord DVD, that's the YouTube channel. Go check him out, because this is what he's reporting. He's saying, and there's a lot of people that are kind of catching on to this, apparently what they're going to do is something, you know, like I said, this thing's been plagued with all kinds of issues, right? So... This man literally, hell, Indiana Jones himself, Harrison Ford, he did a fight scene. The man is almost 80 years old. He's 79. They were just rehearsing, and he got hurt. Then they had to delay the movie. And then it turns out that all these rumors started coming out that they're going to do this time travel thing because they, you know, that, that's where basically you see the, uh, in some of the pictures they've been putting on Twitter or whatever, there's a Nazi flag on the side of a train. So what happens is there's some bad guys that go through a time portal. Um, that's the rumor. And it's looking like it's been kind of confirmed at Yahoo in different places. But um, there's also been pictures online of um, uh, Roman uh, soldiers. So there's some time travel stuff going on. And the funny thing about it is some people are upset with that, but it's like, what are you upset with? Because the thing is, it's like... Um, we're talking about, so these are all fantasy movies, and the first one, you literally had the Ark of the Covenant where it's a magical box with spirits that they come out, and if you're evil, they're going to melt your face and bring you into that damn box, right? So you can accept that, right? And then in the second one, a dude pulls out a man's heart, 
the chest seals back up, the heart sets on fire while the dude is still alive, right? You can accept that. Then there's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, all right? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, everyone was saying, oh, it was silly because there's aliens, but it's like, okay, you're saying it's silly because of aliens, but it's like more silly than all the other stuff you just saw. It's not real, <laughs> okay? So I'm like, it's the 1950s, so to me, that was the next possible conclusion. And some people were saying they didn't like the CG, but it's like, dude, Harrison Ford was like 63 or 65 at the time. But keep in mind, if you don't like the CG, you're full of crap because don't you go to see all these damn Marvel movies? Come on now. Come on now, let's be real. Most of those damn Marvel movies is nothing but CG. There's a little bit of, you know, the fisticuffs when the bad guys and the good guys are fighting sometimes. But all of Endgame, all of Infinity War, we're talking about $150 million to $200 million budgets. That's all CG, most of it. The Hulk in Infinity War and Endgame. Okay, come on now. That's CG right there. So how are you going to complain about CG when most of the movies you've seen have CG in them? Most of these MC movies, these are the most popular movies right now. All of that CG. So they're complaining about, oh, there was too much CG in the Indiana Jones. Man, that's just the way it is now, man. So I didn't really have a problem with some of the CG stuff that I saw in that movie. I really didn't. But apparently in this movie, what they're doing is, this is the rumor. They go through time to stop these bad guys. A young Indiana Jones meets an older Indiana Jones. And then what happens is they kill older Indy and then also young Indy. And so what happens is as older Indy is dying, he gives her his hat and says, it's up to you now. So she literally becomes Indiana Jones and they're retconning everything to where she died. No, he dies. And so because he dies, moving forward, it's the 1930s. So she becomes Indiana Jones moving forward. And apparently at the end of this, the rumor is, um, this is what Doomcock is saying. And y'all should go to check his videos on YouTube. He's got like a bunch of these videos. In fact, I'm about to, I'm still on um, um, Switch here. So I'm about to, you know, sign off on TikTok. If y'all want to check me out here, because I'm about to sh uh, screen share some stuff. And y'all can actually, I'm actually, y'all can watch it with me so I can show you proof. But, um, I mean, what do y'all think about that? I'm, I'm literally, anyone hears what I'm saying, you know, I'm just curious. What do y'all think about that? Is that cool? Because you're literally talking about 40 years of a character's history. The movie came out in 1981, so it's 40 years old. That's how old I am. And we're talking about they're going to erase all that to replace Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Tell me that's not going to fail at the box office once word gets out of that. In fact, here's the rumor. The rumor is that because that was what they planned on doing, that this is one of the major reasons why they delayed the movie till 2023 because they have to rework everything. In fact, um, Bob Chapek got wind of that, you know, um, uh, Kathleen Kennedy was doing this and he's like, oh, no, hell no, you're going to have to fix this. Because thing is, I mean, think about this. Kathleen Kennedy is in charge of Lucasfilm, and basically everything she touched turns to crap. She's responsible for all of the Disney sequels, which I don't care if they made money. They are critically hated by most of the audience. 
I mean, look at the tonal difference in the movies don't feel like Star Wars versus the stuff on um, Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, and some of the stuff that's coming out with Dave Filoni and John Favreau very specifically are following the likes. Basically, they're following George um, George Lucas's ideas. They are fans of Star Wars and understand what fans want. And I don't know, man. This is the rumor. The rumor is that whole, the, all those movies might get written out of existence because what they're going to end up doing is they might use the veil of the force to basically erase all that, which would be very... I, I Look, if they do it, I don't know. Rumor is rumor until it actually happens. But I tell you what, I won't miss those movies. I think they suck. It is what it is. Yep. I think those movies suck. It is what it is. Yeah, but that's it, man. I mean, I don't know. That really pisses me off if that's what they're going to end up doing. And, you know, Harrison Ford at this point, he's just phoning it in. He's just trying to get that paycheck, apparently, because he, he don't even care anymore, which is a damn shame. It's a damn, damn shame, you know. But it is what it is. But, um, yeah, that's the rumor. They're going to race all that history in that character. And I'm going to be real. Something else that, you know, I'm hearing, and this makes sense. I think it would have made more sense. A lot of people are saying all this crap about how. Now, it was a red flag. I will say this. It was definitely a red flag when Steven Spielberg was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to direct this. I'm not even saying it's a bad thing that somebody else directs it. I think someone else could direct. But the thing is, it's all about what direction you're going to take the movie. And nobody's trying to see what they're doing. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, whatever. We'll see what happens because, um, I mean, I, I just, wow. They're going to do this mess. And it's I'm telling you right now, once word gets out, and that's probably why they're delaying. You know, the, and the thing is, uh, a bunch of these different movies got delayed, okay? Pretty much all of, uh, in, in fact, you know what, whatever. Let me do this right here. I'm going to uh, share my screen real quick. I'm going to look this up. So y'all can't see it on the TikToker, but I'm about to share this screen on uh, right here on uh, Twitch, so y'all can see this. But uh, yeah, I mean we're talking about Doctor Strange two, Thor four, Black Panther, the sequel, Wakanda Forever. Now Indiana Jones five is the one that's been delayed the longest because none of them have been delayed. Most of these are moving forward, like maybe. Um, a couple of months or whatever. When's a new movie coming out? Um, are you referring to Indiana Jones 5 there? Yeah, I mean, that's supposed to be coming out. Well, here, I can look it up for you right now. Somebody's asking me that question on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Well, it was supposed to come out next year, but they pushed it. Let me see here. Yeah, it's coming out. Um, it was supposed to come out next year in June 30th of 20. No, no, no. It's uh, it's coming out now in June 30th of 2023. And they moved it from July 29th of 2022. So this was going to come out next year. But they moved it forward a year. And some of the rumors, they did that because, um, I mean, they got to fix that script. They got to fix that script. Because the thing is, if they do that, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. 
If they do that, the movie is going to fail. It's going to do just like James Bond because nobody's trying to see Indiana Jones get replaced by somebody that no one cares about. No, no offense to the actress. She seems, I mean, she's probably okay. But do you really care about her being the new Indiana Jones character moving forward? No, I don't want to see that. To me, what made more sense, what they should have done is, because uh, the thing is, Harrison Ford, part of the reason why they're probably delaying this too is Harrison Ford, is gonna, he's pushing into his 80s. So they might have had some more issues with him physically trying to keep up with all this. But they probably should have done, honestly, man, they had two options. Because there was this big rumor a couple of years ago, because rumors, you know, there was rumors like I think four to five years ago about them actually talking about doing another Indiana Jones movie, right? So the idea was they were thinking about um, possibly, um, you know what, let me take this screen off real quick. But now nah, what they were thinking about doing was um, um, they were talking about other actors that could play Indiana Jones moving forward, which to me that makes sense. It's a, a billion dollar IP. So what they could do is, look, just get another actor. He doesn't have to look like Harrison Ford or be Harrison Ford. Just keep the spirit of the movie alive. That's all you got to do. Uh, 1930s or 1940s, move the, um, you know, more action and adventure, um, some kind of exotic item, um, cool gunfights, cool uh, fight scenes, damsel in distress. There you go. Um, hell, there was people talking about Chris Pratt actually doing it. I... I would have signed up for that because Chris Pratt can do comedy really well. I think he can be serious and intense, but the biggest thing is he's also good at action. Him playing Star-Lord um, kind of showed that. So, yeah. But that's it, guys. So, if, hey, if you're on TikTok, I'm getting ready to bid y'all adieu. Uh, thanks for watching. And if y'all want to keep on uh, watching me on uh, Twitch because I'm about to get off this TikTok, so... Uh, Till next time, thanks for watching. So let me go ahead and turn this off. Later. Well, wait a minute. How do you do this? I have no idea how to turn this daggone thing off. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm a little bit out of practice. So let me see here. There we go. In now. Bye-bye, y'all. All right. So I just ended Twitch, but I'm still here. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, so in fact, let's go ahead and just read this. I'm going I'm to go ahead and pull this thing up. I want to actually uh, read this. Um. Let me see here. Hold on. I don't know if... Uh, oh, 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 let me see here. I think I might have jacked this up a little bit. Whoops. That's too small because I can't read that. All right, but I kind of want to exit this real quick because I can't, can't scroll. I want to be able to scroll a little bit. Let me see here. Where is that here? But this is wild, though, because, I mean, when this thing comes out, Harrison Ford is going to be 82 years old. I mean, it's honestly, I mean, let's read this a little bit, because at yeah, Disney announced a slew, and this is on Yahoo Entertainment, a slew of release date changes on Monday, including hilariously yet another delay for Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, he probably got all kinds of hips probably busted, back's probably busted, neck probably busted, arm probably never really healed up properly. Let me see. Sequel was first set to release in 2019 and has now been delayed four times to its new release date 
of June 30th, 2023. Which means that when the Indiana Jones sequel finally hits theater, star Harrison Ford will be weeks shy of his 82nd birthday. Damn. Ford's age and the Indiana Jones sequel have been something of a running joke over the years as a fifth film in the franchise has been rumored ever since the 2008 release of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yet tricky to actually materialize. Well, yeah, you got to figure some things out because um, honestly, they tried to probably make sure the script was good, but something else to keep in mind too is it's a lot harder for, you know, because the thing is Harrison Ford is an older guy, right? So think about this. As an older dude, you know, Harrison Ford, this is what you got to keep in mind. Harrison Ford, you know, give me a second. I got to drink some water real quick. <laughs> but, um, you know, Harrison Ford is a dude that he's not like he's Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone is, I mean, look, look, he's probably on all kinds of stuff. HGH, testosterone. He's doing a lot of anti-aging stuff, and he's also in great peak physical health. Um, yeah, I don't think that's Harrison Ford, man. Stallone is still doing fight sequences and action scenes, and he's like 74, 75 years old. Harrison Ford couldn't even do a, a, a they just practice, and he ended up breaking something. Oh, so, it's really interesting, man, because I, I, we'll, we'll see what happens, because um, it, it's all crazy to me. But um, I think what I would like to do is show y'all some of this, uh, just a little tidbit, a, a little small bit of this. Just react to it, and y'all can tell me what y'all think. Because well, let me pull this up. Push this play, and uh, we'll just go from there. I'm going to skip forward a little My bit. My friends, thank you for watching this video. Let me see. Let me go back some. Alright, here we go. And thanks. My friends, I am here today to tell you that once again, Doomcock was right. It is now confirmed in the Daily Mail, complete with photographs to back up their confirmation, that Indiana Jones 5 will feature time travel just as I reported. I've been on this Indiana Jones story long before anyone else. Rumors that I broke over two months ago mm. have been echoed in the mainstream media without crediting me. And in this article... <laughs> that was a crazy thumbnail. And, and you know what was funny about this, man, is, uh, like I said, I mean, I, I honestly don't see what the problem is with the time travel thing. But, you know, whatever. I don't think it's a big deal, but let's keep on watching. There is ample evidence to support the idea that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is poised to take Indiana Jones' place as the lead in the franchise moving forward, possibly even using this time travel device to erase Indiana Jones from history and have Phoebe Waller-Bridge take his name, just as Ray took Luke Skywalker's name, only worse. Jesus Christ alive. Just hearing that is just terrifying. It's like they're replacing male characters with these with females, and it's like, I right, come on now, why are they doing this, man? It's like anything that men like, it's like you know they gotta destroy it, and it's like, why? Jesus Christ! I mean, let us keep something. I mean, it's like it's almost like you know, if you're a dude, you know, literally society wants to demasculate, demasculate you, right? Take away your manhood, and then 
everything that reminds you of how cool it is to be a man, you know, seeing a movie where a tough guy is doing cool stuff, you know, they got to get rid of that because, you know, that's just one more thing to remind you that, you know, being a man is cool, right? But whatever, it is what it is. Uh, let me go back to this thing, man. Uh, share this again, and we're going to watch some more of it. Uh, let me exit out of this here some more. Whoop, wait a minute. Made it big by accident. Oh, no, that ain't it. Oh, snap, snap, snaps. Oh, damn, you know what? I hope I'm, did I share it? I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. Boy, boy, boy. I'm still new to this software. This is at, uh, what do you call this thing? This uh, StreamYard. So I'm hoping y'all see this. If not, well, <laughs> whoops. After all, Ray didn't actually pretend to be Luke Skywalker at the end. She just took his name. But if the rumor I reported in my last video is true, that BB will move forward in time, taking Indiana Jones' name and his identity, given that Kennedy is rumored to want to erase him from history entirely. In this video, which you'll want to watch to the end, because towards the end, I have a really funny story to share with you from a viewer that will explain why I'm getting all these leaks offset. Man, it's wild. <sighs> I think I'm going to wrap this up, guys. But um, to anybody that's watching, thanks for watching. Um just got through a TikTok, and so uh, anyone who's uh, watching here on the, uh, uh, I can't really tell if anyone's, it looks like, ooh, significant drop-off. I guess people got bored with my ass. <laughs> but uh, I'm done, though. Um, do me a favor. If y'all like this video, you know, if you see this in the future, um, you know, you could always follow me on some of my different platforms. You know, I'm on TikTok. That's Mr. Jones Speaks. Um, if you're seeing this, um, I'm also on uh, YouTube. YouTube, I'm going to be putting more content there. That's uh, Mr. Jones Speaks on YouTube as well. And uh, also on Facebook. And uh, just uploaded a new podcast. Um, it was the uh, Mr. Jones, uh, uh, the Geek Universe Fandom Podcast. Okay, I just uploaded a new show today. Um, there was some kind of weird software issue, and I had to kind of put together and re-edit some stuff. So I actually did another show. So if you're into podcasts, go ahead and check me out there. But that's it, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, if you're anywhere on a social media platform and you come across this, if you watch it to the end, do me a favor and give me a thumbs up. And if you comment, tell me what you think. All right. Till next time. Bye-bye.